Welcome to Sam Maggie Hate Glee. We have a very special edition for you tonight where Sam's nose is stuffed up and Maggie is also sick. So, Yes, uh, we are in the middle of flu season. I was going to get my flu shot today. I did not do it. Um, I mean, it I wouldn't have, have helped moral... you now. I have a moral quandary for you, philosopher. Okay. Uh, are you ready? Yes. Uh, if I am sick, is it bad to be at my job where there are a lot of old people? Yes, it is morally <laughs> reprehensible for you to get a lot of old people sick, Maggie. I'm not trying to get old people sick. It doesn't matter what you're trying I'm to do. I'm just trying to live my life. It matters about the outcomes, Maggie. You know this is right. Re- you know consequentialism <laughs> is the correct answer. I don't give two shits I... about what you want to do or mean to do. But it's like I'm... I. Okay, we can't get into this. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. Um, I know, but I I wanted you to like flounder a little bit with me not come no. out straight out the gate with probably the right answer let's um let's, let's get to the podcast yes we talk about glee here not consequentialism sorry yeah, uh, maybe and, someday um, but not today maybe maybe someday but not today that's for sure we watched episode 21 nationals here we are the penultimate episode you i know say. yeah um Strange how this is penultimate, huh? Anyway, this originally aired on May 15th, 2012. You'll notice this is the same day as the last episode, because we mentioned a little bit last Mm -hmm. episode, but these did air in a two-episode block on the same night. Double double header right there. You know what's real fun about this? This episode has 6.03 million viewers, where the last episode had 6.09. So 0.06 million people turned it off after props. Shit. <laughs> not worth watching <laughs> saw props they're like I, I don't need to see nationals no sir oh my god that is so sad <laughs> um yeah do you think we should have watched it as it was originally no. intended I, to be watched i can't i can't <laughs> although to be fair i can you know i i feel similarly like when i finish watching glee for the week i'm like oh thank christ i don't have to do that again for a little while yeah i mean i guess if i wasn't taking notes i'd be fine with it mm-hmm. probably but i can't I, there's no way i could sit through two episodes of glee and take notes on both of them it's yeah, ridiculous the note taking is just exhausting honestly because so much shit happens yes we have like fucking five plots to take care of today yes uh, <laughs> and we're gonna do it right now well, we start uh we well what about fuck, i always forget directed and uh written by don't i it's okay i just i i really need to know because man i gotta direct my oh. anger somewhere right oh yeah of course you you we all must know um uh, before we go any further, I want to make a note to you. I've been watching uh, American Horror Story Coven. Oh my god! For the first time Coven is today. actually really good, though. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love uh, Coven. I I have noticed in Coven as well that Ryan Murphy's name is always before Brad Falchuk. <laughs> nice, nicely done, sir. Um, anyway. This episode is not um does not involve either of those two saucy boys. Uh it is directed by Eric Stoltz and written by Allie Adler. Okay. You know. Yes. Yeah. 
not not prominent Hollywood lesbian Allie Adler. Yes, that's how I've introduced her before, and I think it's a pretty good summation. Yeah, that makes sense actually, because this episode is actually not terrible. So, no, it's really not. Yeah. Uh, it's actually pretty good. Yes, uh, we'll get to that. The though. recap is um, sort of. Yeah. all over the place but it's fine well okay so uh, i would say artistically all over the place they kind of do a very interesting um cut at the end of it did you notice it is it i'm not entirely sure the bit where like where it's like rage they're talking about rachel's motivations and it's like dreams broadway broadway broadway, oh, broadway yes, dreams yes because <laughs> the only thing she's ever t- cared about and it yes. like yeah um yeah, I, the one thing I do want to point out about the recap, the theme this week is this is what the show has been building up to for three for, years. For forever. Um, it is sort of like a mini clip show. Yes. For, every recap is like a mini clip show for Glee. Yes. <laughs> to um, uh, you know, show us a cool flashy shot from maybe an episode before or keep using that shot um you know of rachel and finn kissing whatever yeah. you know uh yeah. how it do yeah but, but uh here we the recap's over now yes um so we start in a hotel room because you'll remember we're at nationals um, we're here we yeah. were on the bus and now we're here yes um sue has declared mercedes direly ill um because she has a fever of 101 degrees uh yes. and sue claims that it's probably either h1n1 or uh monkey flu i, I mean something something a little odd you know it, how it is yeah it's a sue joke and uh, mercedes is like well it's probably just food poisoning uh later in the scene sue refers to mercedes as monique um which yeah. seemed racist uh yes. and uh they they talk about through expository sniping how they are going to have to change the set list because of this. Well, they're not going to change the set list. They're just going to change the performers yeah. because yeah. Will has arrived. Sue is explaining this to Will, who is here. Um, and Will immediately drafts Quinn and Tina to the Trouble Tones, which I guess, um, let's be real, though, I'm angry because mm-hmm. the real Trouble Tones are the people who were willing to st- stand up to Will's bullshit. Um, you don't just yes. get to become a trouble tone because you're a woman. Like, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Tina and Quinn weren't initiated in the same way. I understand. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's some bullshit for sure. Uh, it is nice to hear Tina. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so, especially after that last episode where uh, we got the extended dream sequence where she apologized to herself as Rachel. Yes. Oh, um, God. Uh, so. <laughs> God, last week was a trip. Uh, but Sue, Sue uh, perhaps. Quinn, yeah, uh, go for it. Quinn is feeling like sort of nervous about taking on this role. She is wearing a hat made out of wicker. Um, and <laughs> is oh, just God. sort of like, no, I could never fill Mercedes' shoes. Rightfully so, honestly. Um, yes. Um, and yeah. yeah, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Yeah. Will is like, you're doing it anyway. I don't care. Um, and then Sue... <laughs> starts starts her plan for an intense healing regimen um to get mercedes back on her feet so then we go to um like a hallway or something it's a wemma scene Mm -hmm. uh emma is wearing a pineapple themed outfit she has a um i think it's like a green skirt and no is it or is it swap it's a a yellow pineapple pin 
Yeah. And then SpongeBob walks out of her. Um so <laughs> Oh Jesus. <laughs> no. Oh Christ. To comfort that does not happen. Yeah. Emma is comforting Will because he has lots of fears about Glee Club not winning. Um uh, because yeah. I'm honestly like I I don't I'm not sure why. I'm thinking it's because he, he says he's worried for the kids. Mm-hmm. I think he's scared it's gonna yeah. reflect poorly on him. Um, but also, <laughs> you, you who cares? Always, you always see him so selfish. Yeah, I mean, Will contemplating his failure means basically nothing to me. Like, I don't really give a shit yeah. about this guy. Yes. Um, uh, so but Emma's let's great. Keep going. Emma's real supportive. Oh, Emma. Emma is so supportive. She's very good at it. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, Shannon arrives to tell us that there's a fight, and then we go to the fight. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's like a rehearsal from hell, basically. Everybody <laughs> is freaking out, uh, but they're all like very determined uh, to continue the rehearsal as well. It's not like, oh, we're all going to storm out. No, it's like, no, we're going to run that again. That's yeah. thing. Well, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. There seems to be some like coming to blows about dancing mm-hmm. um, and also yes. geography. Like... Anyway. Yeah, because Puck's studying, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Santana de-escalates the situation by yelling at everyone. <laughs> yes. Like- <laughs> yes. And then for once, and I, I don't say this lightly, but Will does praise her for this, which, yes. good job. Good job, Will. You finally did it. Uh, and they, Will's like, why don't we take a break? We, we'll meet back here. And they're like, no, no break. We have to keep going. We have to win. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah 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 uh yeah and then they start rehearsing we never see the rehearsing um will does most of his apparently good teaching off screen yes Uh, yes okay we'll we'll get to that later for sure but yeah it's nice um i guess because they have to teach quinn and tina the dance for later yeah a little taste yeah um they have to teach quinn and tina the dance or whatever but apparently some of the dudes don't know their dances which is interesting because you should really know that before you get to nationals probably um Um, i don't know about that (laughs) i'm just kidding of course they of course they should but anyway uh, we're gonna cut yeah to the, they're very dumb we're gonna move to the event itself we're at this music hall thing we're outside though we're outside and jesse st james basically antagonizes rachel mm-hmm. in this for this scene um he's just like you're never gonna win i'm much better than you i heard you choked uh yes <laughs> and uh yeah rachel um sort of turns the conversation around and it's like oh jesse don't you remember you were great uh <laughs> well she she does <laughs> it was, it's she does call him out for, she's like whenever you get nervous you get really mean so <laughs> it's fine and uh jesse lets us know he is worried about losing um since uh yes. vocal adrenaline didn't win last year there's some pressure on him um yes he's yeah. he's worried about the legacy uh if they fail this time they're just going to be written off as failures forever um and he touches his hair with danny zuko kind of yes um vibes uh, and um then claims unique as like his personal idea oh my god like yeah rachel's like rachel's like well you know it really was kurt and mercedes idea except whatever and it's like um, no bitch (laughs) yeah it also wasn't their idea either um so Anyway. Unique as a person, not an idea. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, we do yeah. get some clarification in this scene that it is a new rule that 33% of your performance has to be vintage, um, um, which is 
Okay. I, you know, I don't remember that. I, I guess I wasn't paying very good attention. I, um, I don't know. No, it, I wrote it down verbatim because Jesse is worried about it because he's like, I hate this new rule. And I was like, here it is. Here is my proof. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, there's also... Uh, oh, Rachel yeah. compliments him on his performance that we saw at the end of season one when Quinn was having her baby. Yep. Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Gross. Uh, and Jesse says a great line where he's like, you know, not many people know I lost 10 pounds during that performance. Yes, I also wrote that down because it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. He was leaping across the stage. He was getting birthed, um, Maggie. It does a real strain on the body. Um, well, it was like, so wait, um, what are you, what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> the baby loses weight when it gets born. Yes. That's why they call it baby weight. <laughs> I we're talking about Jesse. He wasn't giving birth. Quinn was. No, he was getting birthed. How so? Don't you remember the choreography? The song, don't you remember? Metaphorically? No, don't you remember the choreography for that number where like everyone like makes like a big circle with their hands and he like breaks yes. through. Yes, <laughs> I do. Oh my god. God damn it! That number was amazing, though. Uh, all right. Yes. <laughs> uh, then. Then they flirt a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. Jesse and and Rachel. It's eh, there's something there. Did you yeah. notice it? They were they were flirting and well, smiling at each other. Also, idiots. also Chris spoiled something that happens later in the show for me. So, <gasps> yeah. No, now you basically <laughs> spoiled it for me too. You jerk. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of obvious though. Anyway, you're saying that St. Barry's Endgame. Yes. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Uh, so Finn arrives e- to break Finn, it up. Finn arrives. And Jesse, like, half congratulates him. He's like, hey, good job on marrying Rachel. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, it's weird. Then, they, then he wishes luck to Finn. Yes. Basically. Um, so then we move to the green room, I guess. There's a lot of... Yeah. But it's weird because there's all these, like, lit... It's like the vanity-esque yes. mirrors with, like, all the lights. And there's, like, a wall of yes. them. Um, and Finn comes to sit next to Rachel's with a little package and he's like I bought this glass because everything in my life rides on us winning nationals including and us getting married as well yeah because <laughs> I I just bet our $500 for our honeymoon Oh my on God, us man. winning and rachel's like what the oh fuck God, is man. wrong with you and he made this bet with rick the stick yes um okay finn um and he, i mean he brought this mug because they're going to smash it yes. at their wedding um, in like the Jewish, Jewish tradition, tradition, yeah, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, I guess if it, it, it's definitely cool if they win, um, not yeah. so cool if they lose <laughs> and have uh, no honeymoon. Yeah, um, which is what Rachel says, and Finn's like, "No, I'm very confident. We are going to win. You are going to be amazing." <laughs> yeah, man. Lots of pressure, for sure. Yes. Um, But then... (laughs) For someone who, like, recently choked, this is an interesting tactic. I mean, maybe if you just pile on the pressure, she'll just do it. And pressure and praise as well. Like, everyone's just sort of like, wow, Rachel, you are just the best. (laughs) Yes. Um, (laughs) Then we find out that Will preps for this competition by standing in a dark closet by himself... Um, well, I think it was him preparing to like talk to the new directions. We because the scene opens like on a 
close-in shot of Will's face um, as he's, like, sort of centering himself, yes. I suppose. Well, he's, like, messing with his tie or whatever, and then he turns around, opens a door, and he's in the green room with all of New Directions. It is definitely closet-esque. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah. There's like, collapsible doors or something. It's a little weird. Yes. Um, but so then his pep talk, he starts it, but he's interrupted by Finn, who tells him, we don't need you anymore, so I'm going to give the pep talk. <laughs> but, like, well, he kind of does. Well, this is what that seed that got planted where Will was feeling, feeling like the kids um, didn't actually like him and wouldn't come back for his wedding. Right. Uh, so we know that he's already self-conscious about this, and now we're hammering it home with the beginning of this scene so that we can turn it around right away and give Will a bunch of undeserved attention. No. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, because... So, the, the Finn tells... Shoe, all of them decided last night that they want to win nationals for Will. Not for themselves, <laughs> not for any like personal reasons, but because they want Mr. Shoe to have a winning glee club, I guess. Um, I guess they just realize how desperately he his needs life it. Is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. he just really needs this, and they are kind souls who are willing to give it to him. Yeah, I mean. We also get a little foreshadowing here because Finn Ooh. says, well, and we know Figgins gives out that Teacher of the Year award every year that has definitely wow. been is mentioned. This another, but is this another seed being planted for us to harvest later in the episode? Wow, writers, impressive. Uh, but he says, we would, we we think you're the teacher of a lifetime, which is Yikes. gross. Um, and then Mercedes arrives because we need a good, <laughs> something good to happen in this scene. Yeah, Mer- Mercedes is like, hey, I'm back so we can stop talking about Will. <laughs> and uh, yes. <laughs> then they put their hands in, in the center, you know, as they do so that they can go one, two, three, amazing or whatever. Well, okay, uh, okay. <laughs> they don't do that, though. <laughs> no. You're right. What, what, what do you think they said when they did that? Because my subtitles, I'm pretty sure said, go wheezy. Um, <laughs> yes, they did, because there was a moment where, like, Mercedes came in, and they were like, OMG, wheezy. Like, somebody yeah. called her wheezy. Yeah. I d- what is that? I don't know what that is. I don't, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know either. Anyway. Um, uh, one thing I did notice with this hands in the circle thing Lots of bracelets. Um, they are in their like performance outfits, but everyone is wearing like a bunch of differently themed bracelets. Well, that seems um, like poor design. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> or just sort of like I don't know. Uh, I guess it was the costume designers like, oh, we'll give each character an individual touch, but like, why? I don't. But know. But that's not what um, show choir is about, anyway. Whatever. Yeah, we're we're moving to the actual meat of the competition now. Um, Shannon is nervous as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs, which is very accurate. Um, yes. We find out New Directions is going first. Um, so Yikes. every that's a bad one. Yes, all the adults are very nervous, and then we find out who the judges are for this yes. competition. It is like 2012 manifested into three different people. Yes. Uh, yes. No, seriously, yes. though. The first judge... Uh, it's oh, yeah. Lindsay, Lindsay fucking Lohan is here, everyone. <laughs> yes. For real, Lindsay Lohan. This is no <laughs> impersonator. This is the real one. She is uh, staging a comeback in the Gleeverse and in our RL universe by being on an episode of Glee. Yes. Um, but don't worry. Right next to her is... Perez Hilton, who is a famous gay man, like... 
Um, he's like a like a celebrity blogger, Hollywood rumors yeah. reporter. Yeah, celebrity blogger is good. Um, isn't that he's like a minor celebrity himself? I suppose. Yeah, kinda. I mean, he's gay. Definitely I think, was in 2012. Yeah, I think the big thing is that he's gay, which is important or something. And then the last, mm. the last is New York. Yeah, alderman. Alderman. I don't know. He's some kind yes. of politician named yes. Martin Fong, who you find out later in the episode is very gay. <laughs> like he's also his nickname is Fonger. Oh God! Or like Fonger or something, <laughs> because that is what Lindsay Lohan calls him eventually. Well, All it right, might not Lilo. be his nickname. It might just be <laughs> Lindsay Lohan's be a mean nickname. Name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. That's the judges. What a great cavalcade of stars. Judges. No one is a clown. Um, <laughs> yeah, no one is a vampire. Unless you count, <laughs> unless you count all three of them. Uh, <laughs> yes. Um, so then, so we get yeah. a little moment in backstage with the unholy trinity, yes. where Santana's like, "We started together, and now we're going to end together, the unholy trinity forever." <laughs> and it's um, and- great. I love it so much. They do call themselves the unholy trinity. Yes, they all they all put their hands yeah. in the in the middle and grab some soot and then draw a pentagram on their forehead. Um, oh my God. <laughs> what if they did though? <laughs> Is that the end of the season of Coven? I, like, <laughs> I can't spoil anything for you. Um, so then we start edge of glory, which mm-hmm. man, that's a song. It's actually pretty good. I, I mean, obviously no, I like the it. trouble tones um, are amazing. I loved it yeah. because th- yeah, the trouble tones are transcendently good they're so good um yeah the it's, it's very good overall yeah there is a lot of trading of the parts i really like the vocal layering it felt pretty like genuine to the amount of people on stage which sounds like a weird comment but, but like it's glee believe me it doesn't sound that way a lot <laughs> of the time yeah um uh yeah. so i like that i mean i'm still not into this like thing where the trouble tones are just kind of massively filled out by these random cheerios that we don't know anything about right um <laughs> because like wh- how they get there did they take a different bus like yeah they took they took the trouble tones bus um but mercedes and santana and Brittany did ride in the regular in the new directions it, bus yeah so yeah um the only the only negative comments i had there's a bit where quinn leads and mm-hmm. like you can tell that she is nervous i guess i think that's what the acting is trying I, to portray but like then um, she kind of perks I mean, up so i don't know it's just i wish it had just been more enthusiastic yeah but I, I wish it had just been the trouble tones right by themselves yeah um without i mean tina can be there um <laughs> but yeah the next stage uh is backstage where the next uh scene is backstage with yes. finchel they're having like a mini pep talk before the the big numbers start here yes um i was just gonna mention yes. the the trouble tone let's let's talk about the girls outfits quickly since the outfits yeah. of course that's great yeah so uh Lots. the trouble tones obviously all female are wearing uh red dresses that have like a kind of tool skirts kind of thing um and they have little black bow ties on their cleavage so that's cute yeah 
So there's the part where uh, they're all in sort of a V formation and they all put their arms up. Oh, like, like ballerinas, swimmers. though. Yes. Or ballerinas. Yes. Yes. It's yes. glorious. That, that moment, though. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, then, then we're backstage with Finchel doing the pep talk. It's basically Finn being like, Rachel, you got this. I know Carmen Thibodeau isn't here, but you're going to kill it anyway. Yes. You're going to get into the Ottawa, even though she's not here. Well, apparently they were able basically. to reserve a seat for Carmen Thibodeau because they, like, yeah. they can see in the audience the empty chair where she is supposed to be sitting so i guess maybe you get some tickets if you're like a choir like yes i don't know it's fine um we just know she's not there rachel is seems she like finn is like don't choke rachel and rachel's like okay (laughs) i won't and then she goes out on stage um to stand in the middle of it and here what did i write rachel stands still sing celine yes um, yes it's it's all coming back to me happen. now is the song um <laughs> yeah i originally wrote she stands alone on stage it's not true there are new directions behind no. her but like effectively with like, with like big uh, spotlights that come on yes on them like it's, it's uh three boys and three girls on either side they sort of are flanking her singing her some backup uh it sounds great obviously because mm-hmm. it's yes Rachel fucking Barry, you know, she here she is. Yep. Um yeah, Carmen enters about midway through uh, maybe a little bit earlier than that because like during the opening sequence Rachel is um very standing still and then during the second part of the song stands a little bit less still. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it definitely it works like credit i guess to glee because it kind of works with the way the song works where like rachel really picks up in the second half of it and it's see Mm -hmm. it feels like it's because she saw that carmen Thibodeau has arrived so yeah i mean it's not that the first part of the song wasn't energetic or good it's just you know sort of uh yeah yeah. uh we do get a shot of finn in the wings uh (sighs) too many too many (laughs) shots of finn in the wings really it's just one isn't it yes Uh, um yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a cycling shot from the back of Rachel Berry to the front of Rachel Berry as she just wails her heart out on stage, you know, <laughs> sort of classic Glee stuff. Yes. Classic Glee iconography here, folks. Yes. Uh, which I guess is good for this very important episode, I suppose. Yes. Um, so then we end with our <sighs> mandatory 33% of the numbers have to be vintage, Paradise by the <laughs> Dashboard Light, which is a meatloaf song. It is. Um... The best part of it is the gay interlude, yeah, sort of in the middle-ish bit where um, Clayne and Britanna sing. Yes, um, Finn still can't dance. Yep, really. Yep, uh, out of sync. He can sort. He can sort of sing. <laughs> I I did write down that I think that Meatloaf might be the closest thing to Finn's wheelhouse. Honestly, <laughs> um, Meatloaf has a better stage presence for sure. But like, it's true. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. It, but it basically is a Finchel duet, uh, Finchel love song. Um. I tried to think of what it would be like to be, say, the Perez Hilton in the audience, or the Lindsay Lohan, or the Martin Fong. Yeah. Somebody who does not really know the history between these two. Well. Martin Fong people. might, though. Yeah, because he's... Yes, you, you're right. But, you know, consider this perspective. They... I mean, it's not too uh, bad, but it's annoying in context because we've seen this thing happen so often. Um, 
What do you mean? Yeah. Like just ha, ha, Finchel singing a oh. love song to each other. Yeah. It's yeah. just the same thing again. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's boring. I guess the perform the performance is good for sure. I have like a note that says actually so great. Wow. Uh because like it it feels pretty genuine when the audience like finally like starts really cheering for it at the very end. Yeah. Um during like the the bridge of dashboard light. It is a long song. Yes. Um, so it takes us a while to get there, which feels, I don't know, more realistically, like a more realistic reaction from the audience, which I actually really enjoyed. I feel like it made the performance seem better and more um, truthful to what it actually was. Like it wasn't, they weren't standing and screaming the second that new directions <laughs> came on stage. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, no, you're absolutely right. I agree with everything you've said. Um, I don't like this song though. <laughs> not gonna yeah, lie, it's, not... it's a long one. It's it's not just that it's long. It's also that this song is like, yes, it's kind of a love song, but it's also like, yeah. Mostly, I watched the I watched the like a meatloaf the like, meatloaf YouTube video or not YouTube. Sorry, the music video. It's on YouTube. The music video. Yeah, um, got you. But. There's what if Meatloaf was making vlogs? Are you watching Meatloaf's vlogs? No, um, but <laughs> Same. Uh, there's an extended metaphor about baseball in that music video. Yes, where yes, there is. he's like trying to like grope the woman during okay. it, and it's like, yeah, eh, I'm not into that. And then the whole like it's the thing about this song is that it's like three different songs all smashed together and like there's a part the 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 whole gist of it is that like the woman is like hey i'm not gonna fuck you until you agree to love me forever and then meatloaf is like no like i need to think about that and she's like no you have to say right now and then the last part of the song is meatloaf being like fuck i said yes and now i have to love you forever i forever can't end soon (laughs) enough which is like It's actually so great. Yes. Like, listen to yourself. Uh, this like sort of storytelling song is is fun. Um, but that's that's the thing. And the three the yeah. three different numbers sort of feels like New Directions has an even longer set. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's the thing for me. Um, the last time they did a story song was Run Joy Run, and it was trash. Oh, um, <laughs> no, no, how dare you? <laughs> and then, but like, I, I think the main thing is just that. In a, in a like in a sense like it's just it's super long it's a Finchel yeah. duet. Um, I do like the gay bit in the middle too. I think they were doing that to suck up to Perez Hilton. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know who the judge. The, you know what they really are doing is sucking up to us, the gay audience. <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah. So I mean, it's good. It's a it's a nice way for them to pad out the performance for new directions. Um, song choice aside. I mean, I'm not surprised they pick terrible songs all the time because anyway. <laughs> what about Edge of Glory? What's wrong with that oh, one? Oh, no, that one's great. I like Edge of Glory. I actually also like the Celine Dion song a lot. I just don't yeah, like that song. Yeah, I think the Celine Dion song is good. Uh, it sort of brings the the energy between the numbers is a little strange. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I mean, just like out of context, that song is so good. Like, it is. Like, it <laughs> is. Leah Michelle's version <laughs> so, of that is very good. So new directions are are done they went first yep and there's only two more choirs in this nationals yep who knew who knew indeed uh, <laughs> uh the next scene is in uh like a, a dressing room basically mm-hmm. uh kurt and mercedes have come to visit unique and bring her 
some flowers was it a, a single they rose a single white rose <laughs> a sing- with a bow a on it a single white rose very uh phantom there Kurt. Yes. phantom of the opera kind of vibe uh and uh they try to comfort her when unique pretty much has a breakdown and identity crisis about presenting um in this way and whether it like belongs to her or someone else it's it's pretty um i don't know if they really like get into no, no, they uh, too deep. They they deal very shallowly with Unique's problem. Um, yeah, it's yeah. The, the main thing is that so we we haven't mentioned it, but they've mentioned a couple times offhand in this episode and a couple earlier ones that um, Unique has become like a big star in the like in in society just in general, like for yeah, being for being a like a trans show choir lead. They, so they still don't say that right. they're just like well oh yeah. you're a, a an, an icon for everyone who's different i think yeah that is a... they say something like that which that's the thing is unique is freaking out because she doesn't she feels a lot of pressure to be this icon for all these people um Kurtzades, to their credit only call her wade once and also mostly just kind of reassure her about being a star and are like hey comes with the territory so good luck you're gonna do great and unique is like okay i guess so (laughs) you've changed my mind you fixed it um yeah yeah, it's fine it's over now uh then we go on stage for unique's real um uh good scene it's starships yes uh by Nicki Minaj. Uh, however, it has been corrupted in a way. Um, Censored. The thing, the thing is, is, the beginning of the song is so fucking great. Yes. And then they get to the chorus, and it's just like, no, oh god, what have you done? <laughs> well, so to clarify, if you didn't watch this, and I don't blame you because it's really like a crime against humanity, but like uh. the the chorus goes. We're higher than a motherfucker, which of course they couldn't say on Fox, so they have censored it to "We're higher than any other," which is just so ah. That's just so wrong. It's just so terrible. I, I, I think like just the idea of it isn't too bad. It's but, really the execution. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it fails. Um, the, they're. The diction is very careful about saying the words. <laughs> yes, and then like differently. Yeah, um, and they're like out of key. I almost it's sort of they sound off as hell. <laughs> well, and the, I feel like the biggest thing is just that like the beat somehow feels off when they say it because higher their diction... than any other. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Oh god, <laughs> it's very very bad. Yes, um, there's. A lot of acrobatics. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. They're, like, throwing yeah. each other around Unique. the stage. <laughs> yes. People get thrown. It's like a cheerleading routine. Yes. And uh, Unique gets lifted in a split. Yes. <laughs> it's impressive. That is the thing that happens. The, and the audience, like, freaks. Of like, course. <laughs> Unique gets lifted in this split, and they're all like, Wah! Yes. And I was just like, yeah, same. Oh, my God. It, it's exactly the same as when Katja did the same thing during Riju Rotu, yes. and everyone lost oh their God. goddamn minds. Um, yeah, no, but I mean, to be fair, Katya. <laughs> to be fair, uh, 
most of the time we criticize the audience for being so buck wild about things. This is actually worth being like incredibly yeah. <laughs> obsessed over. Like it's just crazy because people are being thrown. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, the next number that vocal okay. adrenaline does. Here we go. I don't know. Okay, so. <laughs> So there are some massive props. <laughs> yes. First off. So you'll you'll remember that Jesse was nervous about the fact that he had to do thirty three percent of his her so- of his number had to, or of his performance whatever had to be yes. vintage. So he decided to go with the Who's Pinball Wizard. Yes. Yes. Um. It it does say Elton John's Pinball Wizard I in know. the subtitles. Yes. The Who did it originally. I think Elton John either did a cover or did the did the version they did for the movie the mu- but the movie. yeah i think he did do the movie one i think that is correct yes um so there are some pinball machines that get yes. pushed out on stage there's four of them uh over the course of the number they get sort of moved around and spun and people stand on them and people walk in between them you understand yes um um yeah uh, yeah, all the dudes are basically pushing it around all the time. That's sort of like their dance move yeah. is moving it. Yeah, um, yes. just and as a reminder, Vocal Adrenaline's outfits have been the same every year, but uh, they're blue. Yeah, they're wearing well. <laughs> the 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 girls dress in black, and the guys dress with in black pants and blue uh, button ups. But okay, I have to. If you recall, if you recall, at the end of season one, they wear pink. I don't remember that. Um, they do. But first of all, there's no human centipedes, so fuck off, Glee. And two, <laughs> two, I... Doesn't look that hard. Love this fucking song. I am sorry. Like, Pinball Wizard no. is my shit. <laughs> like- yeah. I, I thought it was... I thought it was pretty good. What my favorite moment was noticing how scuffed the pinball machine tops were yes. when like the light hit them. <laughs> yes. Uh showing how many like footprints were all over them. I thought that was cute. Yeah. I like that. Um I don't know. I just It's great though. You're right. Yeah. Uh Yeah. The, more acrobatics. Uh the vocal adrenaline is fine, but and I understand it's sort of an easier way to, like, tell stories between two choirs to make a choir represented by a single person. Um, but it is disingenuous to, like, the genre. Yes. I feel. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there is that. Uh, there's a standing O of course. for the set, of course. Next. Next. We're moving to the voting. Um, so It's the judge meeting. Yes. They do some discussing before they do any voting. Um, there's like an interaction between Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton that is like the most 2012 thing to ever happen, <laughs> pretty much. Yes. Um, we also find out that uh, Martin Fong is, quote, a show choir junkie um, who is yes. obsessed with everything high school show choir, which is, oh, man rough um he does close out the scene by being like let's think about kids who had their dreams dashed kids like me yes um, so we know why um but yeah he, he has a very um quick character arc there yes um so before so in in discussions um perez hilton brings up the other choir that we're going to see not them actually perform but we do get a snippet of their performance it's the scale blazers mm-hmm. and they did starlight express on roller skates well, Starlight Express is on roller skates. Well, I'm... Um, it, it, it's a Broadway show that was performed on roller skates. Yay! Oh, my God. Yeah, it's... I mean, to be fair, 
that's pretty true to form. But man, <laughs> I wish we had seen that. Uh, anyway, yeah, Lindsay Lohan and um, Perez Hilton fight a little bit. Lindsay brings up. Um, does she? She doesn't bring up vocal adrenaline. She brings up the new directions, right? Well, and then Perez, Perez Hilton is yeah. like. No, vocal adrenaline for sure. Well, so I think Perez Hilton brings up uh, scale blazers and then Martin Fong is like, but those new directions, huh? They're so spunky. Oh, yeah. they, did, they didn't even break top 10 last year. And Lizzie Lohan's like, they have so much heart, even though they can't dance. And then Lizzie Lohan is like, you know what? You know what I you know what everyone loves? A comeback story. And then there's just kind of like a moment with like a wide shot, which is well done. Yeah. Um, and then um, Perez says vocal adrenaline. L- the per- the perfect visual awkward pause. Yes. Uh, yes. And then uh, they, I think Perez Hilton makes a Duggars reference, and the meeting closes. Well, we don't see the. Votes. I just have a couple notes more about the meeting. Perez sure, misgenders unique multiple times because yes. he's yep, that does he's happen. a garbage person. Um, I didn't really want to talk about it because I hate it <laughs> um, so much. And then Lindsay Lohan is angry that it's not the voice, which I wrote. Man, oh. 2012, huh? Like, <laughs> I wrote that too. I, I wrote that Lindsay Lohan was upset it wasn't the voice. She because she was like, "Where's the chair where I get to press the button and get to say I want to work with you?" Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh god. Uh, it's yeah. The, the thing about like, I don't want to. I don't like bringing up the misgendering thing. All the thing that things that Glee does wrong, but that's the point of the podcast. Yes. I'm just. I don't want to pay attention to those things because well, sometimes I just want to like it. It's hard hating it all the time. The main reason is that Perez Hilton is supposed to be like, like we've talked about, he's like a gay celebrity blogger yes. dude. And yep. it's like, good job, asshole. Like, um, I mean, of course he's transphobic yeah. because why not? Right. Yeah. Fuck. Can they just have some decent people running the show, being on the show who, who like, say something like what the fuck it's whatever okay let's move forward uh jesse begs carmen in the next (laughs) scene we're outside and he's like pulled carmen thibodeau aside and he's like listen i have to tell you um i need to beg for rachel berry's case she's amazing Uh, yes he calls her the most talented person he's ever met um Yes. And then Carmen remembers who Jesse is because apparently he auditioned for her a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he sang Giants in the Sky from Into the Woods. Is that really? Yes. Why? Mm, why would why he, choose, would he that? choose that? That's definitely not I don't in know. his wheelhouse. Anyway. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't know why he would choose it, Sam. I, I really have no idea. And I bet he doesn't, he doesn't think it's a good idea now. Because <laughs> he didn't get in. So He didn't get in. Yep. So, instead, let's move back to the stage where, okay, first of all, you'll remember last year, there was a top mm-hmm. 10, and then... And I think they really um, they really articulated how many choirs were there last yeah, year 50. in a pretty easy shorthand. Yeah, they, they um, told us there were 50, one, but this one, there are three. <laughs> this, one, this one, they don't even say anything about there being only three. They don't talk about how, like, they don't show a montage of the New Directions getting through, like, the first two. No. Yeah, that levels or whatever um yeah it's there's just three of them yeah because like <laughs> but what's bizarre about this is martin fong in a couple scenes ago did say they didn't even make the top 10 which means that like yeah this is they're they're, they're like just they're they're just refusing to acknowledge that they're like well that didn't work for yeah. our narrative structure so we're not doing it <laughs> like 
<laughs> this show's so fucking terrible. But yeah. What the hell? Anyway. How could they just yeah. Oh my god. It is disrespectful to us. <laughs> um, yes, but so anyway. Yeah. Uh yeah. then we're so we're on stage and we're gonna get some awards awarded to people. Uh Unique gets the most imp- most valuable performer uh, performer yeah mvp yeah uh and then we find out that the portland trailblazers portland oregon so two choirs from ohio one from portland oregon uh, yeah really representative third place yeah <laughs> one third place for starlight express um they, and they do have then- the decency to look sad about getting third place so that's nice <laughs> Oh, that th- what a what a you know satisfying narrative moment there. Uh, good job, Glee. You did the bare minimum. <laughs> then we we uh, find out who the national champs are. It is Vocal Adrenaline. No, wait, sorry. <laughs> it is La La Land. Kurt. Oh no, wait, sorry. It is <laughs> the New Directions. Of course, it's been yes. three years uh, in, the, in the running. Hooray! They did it. There's hugs and confetti. Yes, and Jesse looks lots sad. of confetti. Yes, um, yeah. It's. I mean, here's the thing about this episode. Mm-hmm. This feels like an end. This feels like a very yeah. planned out ending that is meant to be an ending. Nothing more. Th- this is the mm-hmm. end. This is the end of their journey. We got from. Well, this is really their victory. This is like, you're right. We've been building up to this for three years. Here we are. This is the, the, the top. Right. They've done it. Yes. They from the top. No, they are the top. <laughs> you're the bottom. <laughs> the I'm bottom. the top. <laughs> oh. Uh, next is some more confetti. Yes. Uh, we are back in McKinley hallways. Yes. And um. They're they're coming into McKinley as a en masse, as a group, New Directions, with their big ass trophy. It is like taller than Rachel. Yes. It's huge. Yes. Uh, and uh then uh some I th- is it Rick the Stick or is it just some other goons? I think it's I, I don't know if it was Rick the Stick or not, but it's some hockey goons. Um come up with yeah, yeah they're they're here with some slushy cups yep and we do the thing that where glee has the camera right on like the elbow of the slushier yep. uh and it follows that as they you know approach their horrified victim but instead this time instead of ice and flavoring food coloring yeah. and flavoring it is confetti hooray more confetti yeah it's and um once they get confetti slushied um, it starts a version of Tongue Tied, which is by the New Directions. Just not them singing yes. it though. Just it's happening over this like it's, wind shot. Yeah, it's sort of like a like a shared dream sequence. Yes, um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, uh, which is which is fun. Actually, we get a lot of um, like a lot of different things happen in this song. An entire montage of things. Mm-hmm. There's some hugs in the hallway between New Directions members and also like just random people. Yep. Uh, and the New Directions members. There's a part where like Kirk gets hugged by like a hockey goon and Blaine's like, "Wow." Yeah. Um, there's a part where yeah. Will goes into the teachers' lounge and there's like a big cake for him. Um, that Emma has given him. Did you see the candle yeah, on that? Yeah. The cake? like flower candle that like opens. It was like an. An expanding flower. It didn't match the rest of the aesthetic of the cake, but it was a very cool <laughs> yes, candle. It was very cool. Uh, 
then we see uh, Sue like giving Roz the stink eye after presenting a check for $10,000 yes. to Figgins. Yes. Uh, and another money thing, we see Finn getting $1,000 from Rick the Stink. With Puck as his backup to make sure it happens. Yep, yep. Um, then, then we see Will come into his office and find a pamphlet that has been left on his desk standing up that um essentially i forget exactly what it says mostly because i was vomiting in horror um but it says um (laughs) when you're ready or something like that or or like when you're ready to make love when you're ready for yeah when you're ready for intercourse is what it says um yeah we also get a moment of like drinking sparkling cider with uh sugar and rory and is that it Artie also gets really blasted by sparkling cider somehow um oh i wanted to make a i wanted to tell you something i wrote something cool in my notes okay um i called it champagne but (laughs) s h a m yes i like that i like that a lot it's fake champagne oh maggie uh we should make a line of champagne maggie i live in utah that is going to be very popular here. I can already guarantee it. They already drink all that shit anyway. So like, yeah. So we need to we need to get this brand off the ground right now. TM. TM, TM, TM. I've, ma- I've mailed myself. I, I, have it, I have it written down right here. Mail it to that me. That means we got it's it. mine. Yep. <laughs> that means it's mine. No one else can take it. I have two recordings of this idea. One in my notebook and one on this podcast. So... I'll take you to court, sir. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, the Britannia kiss also. <laughs> yes. There's a dip and yes. a kiss. Uh, it is a- adorable, obviously. Very, very good. And then it's we really bring the mood down because yeah. we see um, Wemma sort of, um, well, know, it's sort of a we, primitive dance, a, su- a seduction. Well, we do also, we, we also get Finchel replicating the same kiss pose right after Britannia, which is mm. real. And their kiss is grosser. Did yes. you notice that? Yes. Thank you. Their kisses are always grosser. <laughs> they are. There was even that joke where they were like, Santana was like, "Did you see that travesty that happened yesterday at eleven forty nine p.m.? Yeah, it's annoying that the show knows how annoying Finchel is, but that they continue to like indulge. I it. mean, yeah, um, but yeah, because we get a shot of Will returning home to his apartment, and then it's yes. all dark except for like a single light shining on an Emma in a mm-hmm. nighty. And then the her nightgown is cute, it is though. well yeah but then we see Will <laughs> unbuttoning his shirt and then like half naked taking her to bed and it's just like nope didn't need to see we that didn't, we didn't need to see nope. that we really didn't need to see that um, also because I really yeah. hate the idea that Emma is like somehow rewarding Will for doing good oh yeah because I mean that that's even how she like phrases yes. it like she's like I wanted you to feel like a winner so I wanted to give you something it's, and it's no. like dude what no Emma that's not what sex is I mean it's over it's bad I understand it, like it, it's because Emma doesn't understand what sex is and that's fine um, it's no, like that's not that's not what it is either it's that the writers think that like this is a prize to be won. It's not It's not Emma the character. It's a flaw of the show. It's bad. Well, I was going to say, like, she's it's asexual. Bad. She's like, she's like, it's, you know, use it for rewards or whatever, right? Because, like, <laughs> Will seems to like yes. it, I guess. Um, but, yeah. She's like, oh, this will work. This will be something. <laughs> I guess. Um, but anyway, 
yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so then we go back to McKinley Hallways. We see Rachel getting asked for an autograph. Yes. I mean, it's in somebody, a yearbook? It's like, sign, like, sign my yearbook, but it is... Like she signs it with a little star. Yes. Well, because her her dad's bought her a full page in the yearbook. So okay. cute. Of course they did. Yeah. Um, the berries are very proud of Rachel. Yes. Um, but then uh, we get a long shot of New Directions putting the trophy in the case that has been yeah. installed in the choir room for at least two years, I think, because I think Sue put it in so that way she could put her uh-huh. cheerleading trophy there. Um, yeah. But yeah. So. We, and we get some, like, long shots of, like, all of the New Directions. And, there, yeah, there's, like, no music. It's just, like, oh. We did it, look, I guess. All... Well, there's, and there's, like, before there's no, there's no music at the very end yes. of the, like, sequence. Because Glee loves to do that, where they, like, try to have an emotional poignant moment where they just pull all the music away. Sure. Um, but there's, like, the the sort of blossoming uh, retake on the initial like Glee tune, the one that we sing at the beginning of the episode. Uh, Poorly, obviously. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I thought that was a really, it was a really good moment. Very satisfying. Mm -hmm. Uh, It didn't feel like too overwrought either because they weren't like, wow, we did it, everyone. It was more like, you know, just sort of quiet contemplation from everyone being like, we did yeah. it. Yeah. And, you know, what a great place for the episode at the end. Good job, Maggie. It was such a quick episode today. We don't even have to... <laughs> oh, God. I wish. Man. Me too. It feels like the end of the episode, doesn't it? It's like, hey, that's good. That. Thank you for that. Oh, no, you're... Oh. oh we have another act? Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So to start off this next act, uh, Finchel is going to Figgins' office. They've been summoned and they're worried that they're going to be in trouble, I guess. Um, yeah. They get there yeah. and Figgins tells them, first of all, congrats on your show choir winning or whatever. Also, here's $5 for your wedding. That's a good joke. Um, <laughs> that seems inappropriate. Yes, agreed. <laughs> but at least it's only $5. So it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, they also get bumper stickers. Yes. as be- Like being the captains of Glee Club, they are awarded with like free bumper stickers and pom-poms from McKinley High. Yes. Uh, and then Figgins asks them to- for new directions to perform at... Uh, an event that's coming up. Oh, it's the Teachers of the Year. Well, event. it's a secret, yeah. Maggie. We don't actually find that out until the next scene. But oh my god, <laughs> yes. why did they do this? So we move to the next scene. Um, Wemma is talking in an office somewhere in McKinley. Yes. Um, Will is thanking Emma. She assumes it's for the sex, which again goes to show that it's like ew, yeah, ew, <laughs> ew. But Will is like, no, it's for everything. Well, so- yeah, he's like, oh, no, I mean, for that, but also all of it, uh, which, yeah, I just don't want to, ca- I don't care no, about Wemma, for one, um, and it's just sort of insulting that they think that we do. Uh, <laughs> Sue arrives. Then Sue arrives in a top yes. hat to really lighten the mood. Uh, she is like, I'm, I'm here to whisk you away to the big event. Uh, it's for Teacher of the Year. I'm going to win. Yes. <laughs> yeah, she, um, she, uh. Oh my god! My favorite thing about this—it's stupid. It's a mm-hmm. bad like. It's essentially one of those meta jokes that like shouldn't be funny because Glee should write better. Um, but Sue yeah. does say she's like she lists all of her accomplishments of the year as to why she should be teacher of the year. And the final one is, and I did all of this while I was pregnant for an indeterminate number of months. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. 
I mean, it's funny, but also like, man, why can't you just why can't you yeah. just tell us how many months it's been? <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, I don't really give a shit, and Glee know, knows that. Right. Like, they're just like, we're just gonna have Sue be pregnant for this storyline, and we know you re- you don't really give a shit about what's going on there, so we're not gonna bother right. you with it. Yes, yes, <laughs> it is sort of patronizing of the writers. Honestly, yeah, but it's okay. Yeah. Um, so then we move to the actual ceremony, um, which is in the auditorium, yep. of course. Um, we're starting with a farewell address from Hagberg. Hog, <laughs> Hogberg? I'm not. It's ha- it's definitely Hagberg. The, the subtitles definitely said Hogberg. <laughs> she was just like, ugh. The- the subtitles are are bullshit. It's Hagberg <laughs> yeah. for sure. But um, we do find out that uh, she's going to take retirement to help kick her painkiller addiction, which is way too real in real life. So thanks, Glee. Yeah, um, pretty real. Um, okay, so yeah. <laughs> then we uh, t- thankfully she didn't say anything about Nazis. <laughs> then uh, Figgins <laughs> takes the stage and uh, it's like, okay, here's Finchel. Well, yeah, uh, he. He doesn't really do a... What's his joke? Because I don't remember um, it. I don't think he actually does one in this one. I Amazing. I know. Um, but he does say, I need... Uh, 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 he calls them so-called Finchel, which, again, is like that stupid meta joke where Glee is like, oh, people call them this, right? Ha, ha, ha. We know how the, the kids do the thing. And it's like, you're not impressing anyone, Glee. You just look you just look like but a they... 40-year-old with a back- backwards hat and baggy jeans. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, they just look like uh, that Steve Buscemi yes. meme. Hello, fellow <laughs> hello, kids. Hello, fellow children. Uh, I'm a cool kid. H- hello, fellow kids. We know the Finchel. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, yeah. That, so they take the stage and they go up there and um, they do some speeches. Uh, this is where I really thought about how apparently Will does most of his teaching off screen um, because this entire scene is just a big long praise fest for um, like how they taught them how to dream and it's like when did we do that that's my question Um, yeah so to clarify Will wins teacher of the year even though oh I should have said that Eh, even (laughs) though we found out this year he doesn't know how to speak Spanish and was teaching it for half the year so fuck you, Glee. Fuck you, Ryan Murphy. Fuck you, all of the things about this show. You're a bullshit thing, and I hate you. <laughs> um, He wasn't even teaching. He's been teaching for years on end. Right. A, t- a subject he did not know. Right. Uh, what? Uh, and I, I guess Glee Club won, but not really to Will's fault, it seems, because they were just so motivated. Well... Already yeah. themselves. Yeah, and I mean, so he gets he gets announced as the winner, and the the drummer, who is one of the like, is is so psyched. yes, he like bashes some beats out on the drums in his, his support of Will, but like, oh my god, I just it's like we talked about before how the show lies yes. to us a lot. Mm-hmm. I cannot uh, yes, read this as anything else because Will is like the worst teacher I have ever had to watch. Like, do his job. Yeah, so, I mean, so many of his, like, students are really floundering yes. here. Um, Brittany is going to, a produ- like, a chicken factory, and um, Puck is not graduating from high school. Rachel just choked, <laughs> um, so all of her dreams are dead. Right. Like, they're not really, they're not in a great place no. um, <laughs> right now. But, so to wrap this up, um, 
the entire New Directions sings We Are the Champions um, to this mm-hmm. auditorium full of teachers and their valued guests, I guess. Um, uh, I think it's, is it just teachers or I guess it, it has is. to be, um, it has to be at least some other people. Cause there's no way that like 60 P or like not 60 more than like a hundred people teach at McKinley. <laughs> like the auditorium yeah, is full of people. I don't know what people. it is. Like, yeah. uh, you're right. It, it, it's weird. Uh, Sue does sing at one part. Yes. Uh, we get like a flash of the audience and Sue is just like singing her heart out along with new directions, which is cute. I did like that. So is Shannon. Um, yeah. It's very good. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, so Finn drags Will from the audience up to the stage, and then it just hugs down the line. He hugs every one of them as they continue to sing into his face. Yep. Uh, and uh, then Will holds his award on high, and that's the final shot. Is a, a shot of that in his in his hand. Yeah, it's stupid. The big apple. It's- Really, really fucking dumb. I hate Why'd it. Why did they end the episode like that? I don't know. Because that's the best part about this. It's <laughs> like, if they had ended it like with them putting the trophy away, like I, like it would have been great. I'd be like, this episode was really, really good. But instead, they force-fed us yeah. bullshit for another like 10 minutes. <laughs> and we're like, see? We always knew that Will was the best teacher that's ever existed because he managed to get these losers to win a national competition. And it's just like, I don't believe that's true for a second, Glee. You haven't... <laughs> that's enough out of you, Glee. That's enough. <laughs> stop stop praising Will. Stop giving him awards. I'm done with no. it. It's annoying, and it definitely just seems like self-insert fan fiction. <laughs> okay? Yes. Um... Yeah, it's right. stupid. But now let's let's make a let's take a trip to the podcast business. Podcast business. It's podcast business. But it's a metaphor, and metaphors are important. Gold stars are important because gold stars are a metaphor for me being a star. Um, we're at the podcast business. Uh. We this are. is Hello. this is where we talk about gold stars best numbers and ratings for the episode. Um yes, let's start let's start true. with a real tough one. Who are we getting our gold star to this episode? Um Okay. Um, I have some candidates if you um, want if you want to hear my thoughts uh on this. I I have some candidates as well. So let's just name all of our candidates and then we'll go into ex- explanations as to okay. why. Uh Sue because while she says mm. some things that are like no no name oh. your can- name your candidates and then we'll explain okay. Sue Santana okay all right <laughs> Lindsay Lohan <laughs> okay <laughs> all right is that what yes. you got okay um I am going to go for I'm gonna go for uh unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Jesse St. James mm-hmm. and and for uh, Lindsay Lohan and finally Mercedes. Okay. Yep. You mean Wheezy? Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, we, I guess we got to do some extra research about what's going on with that. Huh? Um, but yeah, uh, this episode, man, there this aren't episode. a lot of characters are they? <laughs> like like there are a lot of people that are just around but like yes. no one really does anything so <laughs> yes. oh. 
That is very true. No one really grows or changes. Um, they all just win. Right. That's that's the the theme of the episode. Yes. Um, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to give it to. Mm... Well, I've I've got mine. If you want me to, <laughs> yeah, go uh, ahead. I I ended up landing on Santana because she gives that little pep talk and she finally gets praised for being yeah. passionate and stuff. And also just in general, yes. like all the kisses are very cute. She leads out of glory. Like, yes. yeah. And yes. especially because my other picks were not good. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, honestly, you've convinced me I'm choosing Santana as well. Kay. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, the only other character I could seriously consider giving a gold star to is unique. Um, and the problem is that, unique in this episode while an amazing performer there's not a lot there like that yeah the dramatic acting scene is like shallow like we said like they're not dealing with like the problems or the ideas that's uh unique storyline is really bringing up they're just sort of like saying i don't know yeah it's yeah, it's they're not very good. Um, yeah. Yeah, so now is it's best ever. Yes. Let's go through them. Let's do it. So we start with Edge of Glory mm-hmm. by the Troubled Tones. Yep. Then the Celine Dion. Uh, it's... It's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me now. Sorry, my uh, handwriting was a little no small worries. on that You're one. Good. And finally, uh, to close out the New Direction set, it's Paradise by the Dashboard mm-hmm. Light. Um, if you count, yeah, we, let's count that as three separate songs. <laughs> so um, parts one, two, and three. Yep, yep. And then we have uh, Starships mm-hmm. by uh, Vocal Adrenaline, Pinball Wizard to finish their set, and finally Tongue Tied by mm-hmm. uh, When They Get Back to McKinley. And lastly, I know I said finally like twice. You're in fine. That, um, segment. Um, cut th- cut those out. Uh, thanks, bud. Uh, and uh, we close out the episode with. Champion. We are the champions. Bye. Yeah. We are the champions. Bye. Queen. Yes. And that's it. Yep. Um uh you you didn't mention the snippet of Starlight Express. How could you? Um anyway, uh <laughs> I picked Pinball Wizard because okay. I I can't I just I have such love in my heart for that song even though it's stupid and it's ridiculous good. and silly um which is funny because i crapped on paradise by the dashboard light even though it is a silly <laughs> and ridiculous song so whatever uh whatever you're you're allowed to have contradictions it's okay uh so here's the thing i'm gonna also contradict what i've said earlier i'm choosing starships yay <laughs> even with the like horrible chorus um it's like the the chorus is so horrible it's almost like it's almost better <laughs> it makes it a different song it's, for sure it's almost like a comedy song because the chorus is so well, terrible and also um, what, what's really fun about that too is they uh, they do an acapella version of the like electronic beats <laughs> And it's just so it's weird. It's such a mess. It's so good. <laughs> it's good. I love yes. it. Um, I do want to have a uh, a special mention for Tongue Tied because I did like it. I like the song and I like the energy. I think it's like a, a good song for this sort of triumphant yeah. moment. Yeah, and I, I really like Edge of Glory. Um, I do really like It's All Coming Back to Me Now. Um, I think this episode is actually full of some pretty good numbers, honestly. Um, I agree. Yeah. 
oh, we are the champions is a little, I mean, you know, overwrought. Yeah. I think I mean, they've, they've already sung a song about winning. That's true. It is well done, but like tongue tied is where it should have ended. We already talked about that though. So <laughs> let's move to the most important yes. piece, the rating. I just want to remind everyone, we're not giving them confetti slushies. Fuck no. We're giving this thing real slushies real that have rock salt in them. Maybe. Um, <laughs> this I gave this episode one out of five slushies, mostly because it mm. lies to us so heinously with Will at the it end. Does. But everything else is really good. Yeah. Like I love the performances. I feel like some of the stuff was good. Like, I don't know. It's a hard episode to evaluate, honestly. Because it's so um like, I don't know. There's a lot of momentum coming into this episode, at least. Yeah. I mean, uh, th- there was a substantial amount of the population who did not feel said momentum and did decide to turn the television That's off. That's true, yes. But it's not... Yes. It's not bad. Like, it's it's competent, right. I would say. It's a competent episode of Glee. It really got its point across. It did have, like, a lot of satisfying moments where it's like, yeah, they did deserve to win because that wasn't... It w- I mean, it was good, for sure. And, like, you can... I think... I really believe that they could have beaten Vocal Adrenaline. Yes. Yeah. Like, that that is what they're trying to do, and they succeeded in that regard. Thankfully, they didn't lie about the performances this time. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to give it one slushy as well, cool. because the Will stuff is just such garbage. garbage. Yeah, like, here's the thing. It really feels like this episode is supposed to be one of, if not the last episode of Glee, one of the last episodes of Glee. And honestly, if we can just, like, pretend like the rest of Glee didn't happen after this... But we cannot. I know, I know we can't. We have I, a I know vow. we can't, and we're going to keep watching and doing episodes, of course. But, like, from that context, this episode is really good. In the sense that, like, it's wrapping everything up. It feels like a saddest... Like you're saying, it, it's not like it's coming out of the blue that they're winning. It feels like they've worked their way to this point, and, like, wow, finally, some actual good narrative from Glee. Who could have guessed? Like... <laughs> Like, you know, yeah. Yeah, like, um, wow, it's a good episode. Congratulations. But at the same time, it makes them look worse for... For having... Their yeah, eventual crimes. For having done all and, the other shit. Yeah. And honestly, it's so fishy <laughs> that this is the second to last episode. Like, what are they going to do next week? What even is that going to well, be? Well, Maggie, they haven't, say, they haven't sung To Sir With Love, the reprise, yet, so... Uh, they ha- they haven't sung To Sir With Love but for 45 minutes. (laughs) Oh my God. I would watch that still, but really be angry about it. It's kind of more of like an existential nightmare. Yes. Yes. Oh. (laughs) Oh, fuck. So continue with us on our existential nightmare as we attempt to finish season three next week with the episode, I think it's called Goodbye. Yes, it is. Um, Episode 22, Goodbye. But in the meantime... And then after that, we're going to have a final wrap-up of Season 3 where we will discuss best numbers, final slushy ratings, best characters from the season, and we are going to revise our glitch. Yes, and um, along those lines, if you have any input on any of that, if you think you... If you want to let us know what you think was the best number of the season, who you think was the best... Like, the gold star of the season, and overall what you would rate this season... Please let us know on Twitter at SNM Hate Glee or over email SNM Hate Glee at gmail.com. 
Yeah, we'll read uh, bits and pieces or whole emails, whatever. We're, we'll read them on the yes. air. That'll be Yeah, fun. and uh, we're doing cause... it right this time by asking for this two weeks in advance rather than, yes. <laughs> rather than doing. We yes. are. So, um, but yeah, we'll actually have your information, which is great. So that's everything for now. Um, we do thank you very much for listening and consider these following things. We have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. We to do bonus content there you could consider supporting us by going to patreon.com slash snm yes sam has another podcast where he talks about magic the gathering which is a card game uh with his boyfriend chris yes uh i think they discuss the different forms of said card game. right sure close enough and okay. if you're interested in more of maggie's stuff you can find her website online mcard.biz or her instagram mcard.jpeg jpeg um you can also yes. find our Instagram. We post things on it sometimes, um, but it's just SNM Hate Glee, right? Uh, yes, it is. Cool. Um, but I think that's just about everything. Uh, so until next week when we go over season three, episode 22, goodbye. Uh, I've been Sam. And I've been Maggie. And we hate Glee. From the top. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha